Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, because of the resurrection, we are called to think differently, very differently. We are called to live victoriously. Now, many people stop and go, well, it's all well and good, the resurrection. And I know that we're able to get to heaven, but it's not meant to have a practical difference in our life right now. Yes, it is. We are meant to live differently because we think differently because of what has been done for us in our life. When I was a teenager, I met a Catholic priest once who said to me, he was a great mentor of mine. He said to me, he said, what are you going to do about your thinking? And I said, what do you mean? What am I going to do about my thinking? He said, well, he said, are you just going to allow your mind to run and you think about anything at all? And, and that will take you to wherever you go. Or he said, are you going to allow, are you going to train your mind? to think in a certain way because that will dictate what you achieve and that will help you live a much more productive life if you learn the power to control your mind. I'd never heard it, but what he taught me literally has changed my life and I wouldn't be standing here today if he hadn't taught me about how you think is how you go. Uh, because it dominates so many things. How many things have you stopped doing? How many things have you done because of your thinking in life? Well. Some years ago, Rosemary and I had the opportunity to go to the Great Barrier Reef. And if you've been to the Great Barrier Reef, it's one of the great wonders of the world. You see amazing, as you go snorkeling, you see amazing coral and the colours are beautiful and the sea life, the fish and everything else that you see is absolutely incredible. Uh, well, anyway, we went out with a couple of guides and they were taking us out to the, to the, to the reef. And as we were going out, I said to one of the guides, I said to them, are there any sharks out here? Because we were going to go snorkeling. And he goes, yes, there is. And see, the reason I want to know if there's sharks is because if you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm not a super brave guy. You know, I'd like, I, I can admit it now. I wouldn't admit it when I was younger, but I'm not. And uh, I just wanted to know if I was meant to be scared or not. And, and he said, yeah, there's sharks. He said, there's black-tipped reef sharks. And I went, oh, I said, that sounds bad. And he said, no, no, no. He said, they're not. They grow to be about four feet, five feet, you know, one and a half meters or so. And he said, uh, but they have small mouths. And so they can't really do any damage to a person. And I said, great. I feel so much better now. Well, when we eventually get there, the boat parks and uh, stops and anchors and, and we get out and we go, uh, the four of us get out and we're snorkeling around and the two guides who are uh, all of a sudden end up a good distance from me with Rosemary and I had my head down looking under the water and then I lifted, I put my head up and all of a sudden they, they were good distance a long way away from me. I went, oh well. And so I put my head down and in the space of having done that, just in front of me about six feet away, two meters away, was this four foot or so shark just dead still in the water. <laughs> it looked huge and you know huge and I immediately thought shark shark see I've seen I've seen Jaws well I aquaplaned towards them over there and when I got there I said there's a shark there's a shark and they said did it have a black tip on its fin and I went yeah and they said oh yeah see they're the sharks we're telling you about they're harmless and and I remember at the time thinking oh you know, and they said, you should have just stayed there and you could have watched it. It's beautiful. And I remember, I remember thinking right at the time, I panicked. And my thinking dictated my action. My thinking dictated my action. And so often in life, isn't it our 
thinking that, that causes us so often to miss opportunities, but also our thinking that causes us to have great opportunities in our life. And as a Christian who's living on the other side of the resurrection, where we are victors and not victims, we're called to train our mind in such a way it's not just the spiritual thing that happens, but to train our mind so that we see. In, in, the, in the book of Romans, in the book of Romans chapter 12, and I don't have it open, but I'll, I will open it. In the book of Romans, it says this in verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you discern, may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In other words, as you think is as you go. In the book of Proverbs, chapter, uh, chapter, 20, uh, chapter 4, verse 23, it says this, Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Keep your heart with all vigilance. Now, in your, now words change. That word heart used to say mind. And is referring to the mind. And keep your mind with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Another translation says this be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. Another translation says, carefully guard your thoughts, because they are the source of true life. Another translation says this be careful how you think, your life is shaped by your thoughts. See, if we don't manage our thoughts, if we don't discipline ourselves when hardship comes, difficulty, downturn in the economy, argument in the family, we're getting a bit older, we look back at our life and there are things that we've done that we won't do again. When we, when we begin to, if we allow our mind to just run, what happens is that life can be robbed from us. We're a young person and we can stop and go, well, I couldn't do that. See, as you think is as you go. And so rather you have to stand in the truth of what God has done. You are saved by God for victory. You are saved by God for success. You are saved by God for him. And you're meant to live that. That's just not a theory. That's just not something that we write and we hear about when we go to church. It's something that's meant to be lived in our life. Uh, when I started this ministry, I remember, I remember going to talk to some people and saying, Hey, I've got this thought. Maybe we could find new ways to share the gospel and put it into words and language. And maybe we could share with people, not just, I feel not just where I am, but with people all over the world. I remember one person said to me at the time, they said to me, if you're going to do that, well, I want nothing to do with you because that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. I remember, I remember other, a couple of other people came along and said, that's just not possible. And yet there were a number of people who came along and said to me, hey, listen, we're in. How can we help you? How can we be with you? I mean, you look at all of our faith builder partners, the people who give all the time. The number of them have come and said to me, I'm not just donating to what you're doing. I just want you to know we're with you. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Thank God you're, you're, you're helping us understand the gospel more. And I say thank God for you because you help us to get the message out. See, this wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for the way we think. 
And so I want to say to you in your life, where in your relationships, where as you're getting older, where as you're setting out in life and you have dreams, where do you need to stop and go, I'm, I'm going to push away those negative thoughts and I'm going to claim the victory of Christ who said that I'm, I'm made for success, who, who said to me that I am made to achieve, I am made to have. Uh, the scriptures tell us that we are, our thinking will dictate where we allow our past to hurt us or will, will allow us to overcome those hurts that have hurt us. Our thinking is where it is. So be transformed by your mind. Be transformed by the way you think. Discipline yourself. And when you find yourself wandering off to negativity, almost feel as if you're grabbing your mind and bringing it back to the thing that is truthful, to the thing that is right, to the thing that you aspire to. And want to know something? You'll experience healing. You'll experience wholeness. You'll be able to achieve more you'll be happier, and you'll be able to celebrate the wonderful things that have happened in your life. It's all because of the resurrection of Jesus, who has given us new life. Loving Father, we thank you today that you do call us to think differently. Allow our hearts and our minds to be transformed by you. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. Don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.